0: We have been hearing ever since uh, the US election campaign started about a travel ban uh, of certain countries uh, in the Middle East. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, uh, as soon as he got into office, tried to uh, install such a ban and of course uh, ran into legal difficulty. Now a new partial ban has been instated. How does this affect Canadians? Uh, To talk more about all of this, Evan Green is with us, senior partner at Green & Spiegel immigration law firm and is with us. Now, hello. How are you doing, Evan? Good to talk to you. I'm good. How are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time, Evan. What is the basic differences between what Donald Trump initially tried to pass and what has passed now?
1: Well, big differences. <clears throat> initially, the ban was a blanket ban for anyone traveling on a passport from Sudan, Syria, Iran, Somalia. Libya, Yemen, and Iraq, across the board, you couldn't enter if you were traveling on that passport. And that travel ban caused not only people who were visiting the United States, but people who were working on valid work permits in the United States, who were out of the country, people who were studying in the United States, as well as green card holders. Our firm was actually involved in a case on a family that had been sponsored by their brother. And the United States takes about 10, 12 years to sponsor a family member uh, of a brother. Hmm. They got their visas after 12 years. They were on the plane coming over from Syria, landed in Philadelphia, and were returned Hmm. to Syria because of the initial travel ban. Okay? Even though they had visas issued, they had been vetted, gone through the entire process over 12 years, and they were turned back because it was immediate, it was chaotic, and it affected thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. This new partial travel ban doesn't affect the same groups in the same way. Firstly, Iraq's come on the list, off the list. It's off the list together. As well... The, what has the Supreme Court said is, if you have a bona fide relationship in the United States, you will be able to travel. Now, we don't have any hard and fast rules on that, but one can assume that if you're a green card holder, if you've got a work permit, if you're studying in the United States, those are pretty strong ties to someone in the United States, and you'll be able to travel with a valid visa, okay? Mm-hmm. Where the gray area occurs is what happens if you're a landed immigrant from Iran and you got a business meeting in the United States. Is that a bona fide relationship? I don't know. You'd think it would be, but don't know. It's at the discretion of the That was the my border. next question.
0: Is this all at the discretion of the border guards, who's sure. your first
1: point of entry? Yep, for sure. I mean, my advice to everybody from day one of this travel ban is not to drive across the border but only do this at the airports. Because in Canada, we have a unique thing with the United States. We have what's called pre-flight inspection. So when you're traveling to the United States and you're flying out of Toronto, you go through U.S. immigration in Toronto. When you land, it's domestic flight. You just get off the plane. Yeah. Okay. So you're vetted before. So if there's any issues and you don't like what's going on, you can just walk out. Say, I've had it. I don't want to go to the United States. And you withdraw your admission and out you go. At the border, you're on U.S. soil, and they have different rights, and they can hold you. It's a whole different ballgame.
0: Hmm. Uh, why was the first ban deemed
1: illegal? Well, the, the general feeling was that it was under the Constitution of the United States. You cannot direct uh, laws at a particular ethnic group, right. and it was felt that it was the Muslim ban. Right. My goodness, the President of the United States has even called it the Muslim ban. Yeah. So the courts, lower-ranking courts, said, yes, it is a Muslim ban. You've called it a Muslim ban. We're not going to initiate this. So it was struck down. Then there was round two, which is the current one before the court, where Iraq came on the list because they were just too offended, and they're an ally in the fight against terrorism. Uh, and as a result of that, uh, it's made its way up to the Supreme Court now, And they've instituted part of it in that the uh, president has the right to protect foreign borders. And so they're going to hear the case in October when the court reconvenes. But until such time, landed immigrants from these countries may face difficulty.
0: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.